at SFM Radio and at Pimelo Mutile on Twitter. So the Johannesburg Metropolitan Council has proposed a draft electricity bylaws and they are asking for submissions um, by yourselves, residents of Johannesburg, by today, 12 midnight today. Uh, Renee Kilner is a director and founder of Trusted Utilities in Zone A with us this afternoon. Renee, thank you so much for making the time to talk to us. You're welcome. Thank you for the time, Pamela. Renee, what's in this uh, proposed electricity bylaws? Um, I suppose we should sort of say what's not in them. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> what's of concern? Of what's of concern? You you have raised some concerns and saying this is not constitutional. Let's go through it so that the people can understand what it is that we're looking at. Okay. So a couple of ones, and let me just talk, because they, they're quite a lot of, um, they're quite long, the, yes. the draft bylaws. And maybe just to highlight a couple that are of major concern, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe just to go through the bylaws. And the bylaws basically, in simple terms, are the rules by which the consumer and the city engage with one another. Sure. Um, so if there are any tariff disputes, um, the bylaws will guide um, how which we go back to, to engage with one mm-hmm. another. Mm-hmm. So one would assume that these are fair and that um, they go and that the fairness go both ways mm-hmm. and that there's equitable equi- equitability both ways. Mm-hmm. One would assume that, right, mm-hmm. that when these are drawn up. Mm-hmm. So if we just go to a couple of ones, um, and that one would also assume that when these are drawn up, that if they were high court and constitutional court rulings, that... Um, that these would abide by those. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, if I just look at the draft bylaws that were put out um, now, mm-hmm. um, and just to use a couple of examples. You're also saying, um, by the way, which is, I think, to the point that you're making just now about fairness and so on, is that you're also that saying that they are against, they're going against NERSA, the, the National Energy Regulator of South Africa as well. Yes, yeah. So NERSA, as far as the literacy bylaws are concerned, there are basically two regulations. 047, that is very um, clear in which, as far as billing is concerned, and also in which the engagement with, with the consumer, um, which any municipality and ESCOM mm-hmm. um, must abide by and which engages with the, with the consumer. Mm-hmm. And 057, in which, um, as far as metering the regulations, as far as metering is concerned. So let, let's um, talk. That's very clear. Th- let's talk then about billing. Billing has been an issue in Johannesburg for a while. We've had many conversations before where residents are saying, you know, the city is not being fair. I know that my bill is not correct. I've asked them to come and have a look and so on. And so, th- in other words, there's been many disputes over the years around billing in Johannesburg. 100%. Yeah. A- and what's their stance on this billing issue? And these proposed bylaws. Okay, so let's use a couple of examples. Really simple. Mm-hmm. Okay, so one of the one of the bylaws that has come up is it says that the municipality may impose conditions which may include the withholding of electricity supply to premises where the previous customer account is in arrears. Mm-hmm. Okay, so in fact, the consumption belongs to the customer; does not belong to the premises. And there was constitutional court judgment against this in which Twane took a client to 
to court and Swanee lost and that um, and they lost. So there's constitutional court ruling specifically around that mm-hmm. and they tried to put this into these bylaws, into the city of Johannesburg mm-hmm. bylaws. So uh, very simply and clearly, um, person A cannot be held liable for person C debt. Premises rather than the person. Correct? Yeah. So yes. So okay. the you cannot hold person A liable for person B debt. So sure. if I sell if I sell my house to you yes. and there's debt on 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 that particular Property. premises, mm-hmm. you, I, I cannot the city cannot hold you liable mm. for my debt. And withhold electricity from and exactly. Okay. And then what what are we saying and what are they saying around the I suppose trying to manage balancing now an agreement on payment of bills that have either been incorrectly captured. So if you've owed the city for X amount of months, you are liable for that debt. If the city has billed you incorrectly, what then happens? Okay. So interestingly enough, when it comes to that, they're trying to do they're trying to do two things in mm. these particular bylaws or the draft bylaws. Mm. They're saying, um, if they've billed you incorrectly, yes, um, they want to correct your bill. They want to credit your account mm-hmm. back for six months, mm-hmm. okay? But they want to be able to back bill you for thirty-eight months if they've <laughs> underbilled you. Mm-hmm. So um, it's not equal. I'm, it's I'm, not fair. It's not equal. A- absolute, absolutely not. So, so in addition to yeah. in addition to that, what they're saying is that if they have made a mistake mm-hmm. by either installing incorrect infrastructure, yes, and they need to rectify it, mm-hmm. you as the consumer or we as the consumer, we must pay for those mistakes. Okay, so are you if, supposed to pay for the infrastructure? So or the number one reinstallment. So number so number one when. A new establishment is made for for infrastructure. We as the consumers pay for that anyway. Yes. Okay. Yes. So when we apply for that, we 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 pay for that um, establishment. And we pay for that infrastructure anyway. So, so like, if saying, I want to move on to prepaid, for argument's sake. So, so if you want to pay for, if we want to pay for, yes, yes, you, you pay for that. Yeah. But now, if you if you let's just say you applied for a 60 amp supply or uh, if you're a business, you've applied for a certain size supply and that supplier you want to upgrade to that supply or it may be, and they've made a mistake by installing the wrong size meter, a low voltage meter or medium voltage meter, whatever. And they've uh, installed the wrong size supply and it needs to be changed because that led to incorrect billing. They're saying that if they've made made the mistake, You must pay for that, okay? Because it's lit. so. Not only do they want to punish you for their mistake because of the intr- incorrect infrastructure supply, because they made the mistake, you also going to have to pay for the underbilling for the and then that for the underbilling and the overbilling. So they'll only credit you for six months, and then but they're going to overbill you. They're going to backbill you for thirty eight months if they've underbilled you. So and basically, there's, so there's no equitability in that. So basically, when we respond, uh, these are some of the things that we we can contest in this response um, to the bylaws that are being proposed. And one of them is this unequal um, balance of how much they can um, backdate their errors as opposed to your backdating of your non-payment. 
Absolutely. Yes. Okay, so six months versus thirty-eight months is just not fair. It's not equal in balance at all. Yes, and it's also it's also um, in violation of NRS zero four seven as far as um, MRSA is concerned. Mm-hmm. And, and and how is that in violation? What what's what what are the parameters in which we can correct this within nurses nurses um, parameters? So because NRSA also just says that there's got to be equitability ah. um, as as far as um, mm. billing. Um, is concerned in the ratification of accounts are concerned. Okay, so we, we've counted the two. Is there something else that you think is really, really important for us to highlight? Um, so one of the things that it comes up, so they're saying when any changes due to council for or in connection with electricity supply are in arrear, the, um, the council may at any time without notice without notice is the important thing, disconnect the supply to electrical installation. Mm. So the word without notice um, that can't be right. is, also, is also in violation of constitutional court order that was issued in 2009. Um, so, so without notice, terminate supply? Yes. Hmm. Okay. So in 2009, there was a um, court order to remove all wording from its bylaws as a, and it was declared unconstitutional and invalid um, and, and it was um, to be severed from the bylaws. And it's also in violation of NRA 047. And 047 states that penalties for non-payment, and this is something that people I think um, need to be aware of, mm-hmm. is that the following conditions shall be met unless different conditions have been contractually agreed upon. Mm. And contractually agreed upon, and it's also something, because this is not a one-sided agreement. Mm. It's a any agreement exists between two parties. Mm-hmm. And NRA 047 says that there must be agreement between both parties. Mm-hmm. No disconnection shall be affected until at least 14 days after the due date for payment stipulated on the account. Commercial and industrial customers shall be given at least 24 hours notice of an impending disconnection. Does it Disconnect- mean, Renee, that... It's the entire bill that would have to be settled within this 14 days? Or, as you said, because this is an agreement, this should be something that should be negotiated. And that should be, you know, um, we should be at liberty to, to have that, that space to negotiate. We absolutely have to negotiate it. So it's a negotiated thing. So you can't, so if they've billed you, and there are so many incorrect bills at the moment, um, it's actually what's going on at the moment. So it doesn't alleviate you from not paying your bill. Mm-hmm. But if you've received, um, in fact, we're sitting outside a customer's house right now as we're talking to you. Mm-hmm. We've got a half a million rand water bill because there's an illegal mm-hmm. connection from the next door neighbor's mm-hmm. house to his bill. Mm-hmm. So he cannot be expected to pay a half a, rand, half a million rand water bill when his normal water bill is a thousand rand a month. So, um, who's liable to actually do the investigation of why your bill is as high as it is? Who should be making, who should be coming out to site? Because I'm, I'm listening to you saying you are on site someone's property, and I get the feeling that person is the one that's asked you to come and do the investigation. So, they've done that. So, now here's the other interesting thing that they're trying to put, in, that the city is trying to put into bylaws. Yeah. Is that, so, Obviously, the client has got the half a million rand water yes, bill has yeah. asked us to to do the investigation. Yes. They paying they they paying us to do that. That's it. Yeah. So, 
okay, because otherwise, how is it going to get resolved? Now, we've been trying to get Joburg Water out here since December mm. to come and do the work and try and get to, mm. to the bottom of this. Mm. At, the, at the moment, the city is trying to write into the bylaws that the, the consumer must actually pay for them to come and do the investigation. Wow. 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 So so basically, they are still arguing that exactly what you're doing for this particular consumer, because this consumer, you know, doesn't want to be sitting with this bill, that it should stay as it is, that you are billing the consumer for something that they're not responsible for, that the city should be actually investigating. So, and, and so we're saying, so our retort to that is, is conversely, yes. if... Conversely, the city, in fact, should be paying the, for the, the investigation. Should then be paying for our, the city should then be paying for our time to yes. do this because it's not it's not the consumer's fault that there's an illegal connection. Correct. They didn't cause it, and the, who should be paying? Because why should the consumer be paying for incorrect billing, illegal connection for whatever that's taking place? Um, because it's not their fault that the incorrect billing is taking place. And why must they be, so, in a sense, be throwing good money after bad to have incorrect billing that's taking place? It's almost laughable because these bylaws are in place and then there's no policing in them and then they want you to pay for policing of their own bylaws. I mean, it's crazy. Right. Um, Renee, let's just take a quick pause. I've got to go to the headlines and then after that we'll come back with some calls and we'll continue this conversation around the proposed draft bill, um, a bylaw bill um, that has been put together by the Johannesburg Metropolitan Council. Uh, it affects you and me, by the way, if you're a resident of, of Johannesburg. So I guess this is something that you want to comment on and you can give us a call if you are not clear about something 011-714-2006 or you can send a WhatsApp note on 0614-104-107 Let's go to Uzila Saku for the latest in headlines at 1.30 You're listening to Pimelo Mutine on SAFM Okay, so Johannesburg Metropolitan Council has proposed a draft electricity bylaws um, and they don't seem fair at all. Um, And we are just going through them with Renee Kilner, who's a director and founder of Trusted Utilities and Zone A. We're just going through them. You are able, by the way, to submit your comments as well by today, midnight. Um, And if you don't, then things just, you know, become bylaws and then we have to abide by them. Renee, we've gone through quite a few. Are there any other that you want to highlight to us? Um, Yes. Um, So one of the other interesting things is when, so people who are on prepaid um, meters, one of the things they're trying to pass is that, so if you have a credit on your prepaid meter, um, they don't want to pay back your credit. So okay. let's say you move out of, yes. so if you sell your property yes. and you've got a credit on it, yes. or if you um, move out of the premises, yes. they want to, they want to keep that, um, that credit. So, um, uh, so is, in, is it something that again, you would then have to then siphon out of whoever is moving in if somebody's moving in? So, no, so they just want to keep that money and that's not in line with NRS. Um, zero four seven again. Yes. Um, I mean, again, I would have think that that would also not be in line with common law anyway. Mm. Um, so how do you get that? So I would have said, as you're saying, you would then have to go to the new owner and ask them to get that money back from them. Trouble um, is, if nobody's moving but, in, but, where are you going to get the money from? You're not. You're not going to get that money yeah, back. Yeah. And. 
So when I sat in the Section 79 um, hearing about, about these bylaws saying, how can you do that? They were saying, no, money to offset other costs in the city. And I'm saying, well, you're not entitled to do that. Yeah. Um, because if I'm a prepaid, if I don't own a property and I'm a renting property, I'm a tenant in a property, I don't have any obligations towards any other things. I don't pay rates and taxes. I don't, pay, I don't have any, any obligations. You can't take my electricity money that I've paid, my credit, and mm-hmm. use it for something else. Um, I should, you should give it back to me. So um, you've responded so to these um, to these proposals. Um, <laughs> I see it's pages and pages long, Renee. <laughs> You're sufficient. <laughs> um, and um, where can people actually add their voices to this? Um, so what we've done on on LinkedIn is we've actually added, we've actually put them on LinkedIn, mm-hmm. um, and people can download the bylaws um, on the link that we've put on LinkedIn, um, and they can change whatever comments that we've made mm-hmm. um, from there, and then we can and they can submit them. Um, to the um, email address that we've provided um, also on LinkedIn. But the email address for the city that they can send them to is E-I-S... Um, it's E-I-S by, by law. By law at joburg.org.za. Okay. Um, what, what then becomes a process from now? So once we've sent in our submissions, what then happens? How do we follow the money? Um, so the city would have to take notice of all the comments um, that have been made. Mm-hmm. Um, they would have to go through a process. They would then have to make amendments to those and submit them again um, for consultation. Um, so to, to help to me, what, what, what made this happen? So why are we revisiting um, electricity bylaws? So the city, every every now and again, um, I think, so there's a couple of things that happen. I think because of some of the renewable energy things that uh, are happening, okay. um, that they wanted to bring some of those things in. Um, and um, every now and again, obviously, they um, need to update the mm. bylaws. I think the bylaws were last updated in about 2000. Okay. Um, so they needed to, they need to update them. Okay. Um, so... Um, well, I mean, this is but, very but, straightforward but, but, um, because, I mean, as active citizens, this is just something that you need to keep an eye on. Um, it's time for us to to change and, uh, and, and and submit our comments. We just do that until we get it right. Um, but yes, but it but it is something that we need to pay pay very close attention yeah. to because if these things get promulgated, mm. um, it is it is not that easy mm. to have change because mm. if. If you then have a, a dispute mm. and these things are promulgated, um, it's stuff that you have to go to court to, um, I, to be changed. Can I ask, in your view, would it be promulgated even if it seems un, unconstitutional and even if it goes against nurses' regulations, as you are alluding to? Um, yes, because if it gets... So if, if nobody object, if these things, yes. so once it gets passed by the Section 79 Committee and it goes to Council yes. and Council passes it, yes. um, they then put it through, gets gazetted and it will get passed. So, so um, what I'm saying is it doesn't even matter whether this does not speak to other, um, like NERSA, for instance, other regulations, doesn't matter. It would still um, go through if, if Council... It will go through. Oh, my if, gosh. If Council passes, yes. if council passes yeah. it, yes. 
Wow. Yeah. Well, it's very helpful to know, Renee. Thank you very much. I'll give the details um, so that we can, you know, all add in our voice and then we make sure that everything is, is fair um, because we, we definitely don't want something that doesn't speak to fairness here. Thank you very much for bringing this to our attention, Renee. Thank you very much for your time. Much appreciated. Renee Kilner is a director and founder of Trusted Utilities in Zone A. So where you can go for your submissions, right, is you can either go to Zone A um, and go through their website and then you they can also maybe um, guide you through submissions. They've also got a LinkedIn page there where they've already started their submissions. You can just add in there um, and just kind of adjust or whatever. Or you can send your own private one at eisbylaw at joburg.org.za. If you don't, and we are back here and complaining after this has been promulgated, then we only have ourselves to blame. So my suggestion, if you're a Johannesburg resident, is go have a look. We've got up until tonight. Let's do what we can.